Hello, Newark family, and welcome back once again to our Saturday evening broadcast. I'm delighted to be with you today and to start a new week and a new theme. Now, you'll notice that I am sitting in front of this window here, and right now while I'm recording, it is a beautiful, beautiful fall afternoon. I wish I could have the shades open a little more so you could see how gorgeous it is outside. Unfortunately, the lighting gets even worse, and it doesn't work in this spot. But I still wanted to sit by a window. I wanted to be next to this neat scenery. I love the fall here in the Northeast. And why am I talking about windows and beautiful weather outside in the fall? Well, that's because this week I have the pleasure of introducing a new theme. And this week we're going to talk about seasons. Not just seasons that happen in the physical world, but also seasons and how they impact us in a spiritual sense. Because as you go on your journey with Christ, you will see throughout your life that you're going to go through different seasons in your walk with God. Just as we have a fall and a winter and a spring and a summer, in a spiritual sense, you'll have seasons of planting and seasons of harvesting and seasons of dryness and seasons of grief and seasons of joy and all kinds of other seasons. And we'll get to that throughout this week. Why don't we open with a quick word of prayer. Heavenly Father, Thank you for the chance to come together once again. I pray that this week is encouraging for everybody who's watching. I pray that we can look at our own lives and wherever we're at, whatever season we're going through, that we'd recognize we don't walk through that season alone, that you walk with us, and that we learn to make the best of that season. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to open with just a brief, quick scripture from Ecclesiastes 3.1, and it says, For everything there is a season a time for every activity under heaven. And that ought to be familiar to most of us. I think many of you, if not all of you, have heard this verse before, and we recognize that the writer of Ecclesiastes, and by the way, we're going to come back to this passage on our Wednesday night Bible study, was talking about how all through life there are different seasons for all kinds of activities. And this week, we want to focus on the idea of all these different seasons as they occur in a spiritual sense. Tonight, specifically, I want to talk about the idea of going through a season of planting and harvesting. Now, I'm going to tell you up front, I'm not going to dig into a bunch of scriptures. I'll mention a few, but I'm not going to go into too much detail about the actual act of planting and harvesting and how we see that motif show up over and over throughout the scriptures. But I will give you a quick plug. Back in the beginning of July, we had my father-in-law, Kendall Patrick, on our Friday Night with Friends broadcast. And then shortly after the broadcast, he told us that he had been filming for his own church a series on farming and what does it have to do with going to heaven. And we uploaded that to our YouTube channel. Now, in case you missed it because it wasn't part of our evening broadcast, it's still there. And so if you want a more in-depth look in two different sermons that goes through the scriptures, especially in the New Testament and Jesus' teaching, as he talks about planting and harvesting, I would highly encourage you to go watch those two videos. Again, they can be found on our YouTube channel. Just scroll backwards. They're in chronological order. They were uploaded July 15th, in the middle of July, and both of them say, what has farming got to do with going to heaven? There's a part one and a part two. I'd encourage you to check those two out if you want to get more detail about how Jesus used this motif of planting and harvesting throughout his ministry. 
Before I turn to my own notes, I also want to give a special welcome and a shout out to Dahlia Jessup. We were planning this weekly theme and she was in our planning meeting as one of our developing leaders. And she had some good ideas talking about how we go through different seasons in life and that there's a due season when God works in us. In fact, the idea was so good that on the spot, we told her, that's great. Why don't you write up a few notes and give them to me and I'll include them with my video this week. And so now, without further ado, I'm going to read to you the notes that Sister Dahlia sent me. And so this part is coming directly from her. And she starts with Psalm 1, verse 3, out of the King James Version. And it says, And he shall be like a tree planted by rivers of water, that bringeth forth his fruit in his season. And that's what we're going to focus on, the idea that he brings forth his fruit in his season. His leaf shall also not wither, and whatsoever he doeth shall prosper. We automatically associate seasons with winter and with spring and summer and fall. Each season has unique and distinct characteristics. So currently, we're now in our fall season. And so we admire God's handiwork as the leaves change into these vibrant colors. It's also the time of year for an abundance of pumpkins and crisp air and apples and mum plants that you see people put outside their doors. Likewise, we in the body of Christ are distinct and unique, and we possess a diversity of gifts and talents that are valuable in the work of God's kingdom. As we walk with Jesus, we grow and we mature in him, for he is our source. He admonishes us in John 15 to abide in him, and we'll have much fruit. So let's read a few scriptures out of John chapter 15, verses 4 and 5, and then also we're going to jump down to verse 8 and verse 16. Remain in me, and I remain in you. For a branch cannot produce fruit if it's severed from the vine. And you cannot be fruitful unless you remain in me. Yes, I am the vine, and you are the branches. And those who remain in me, and I in them, will produce much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. And jumping down to verse 8. When you produce much fruit, you are my true disciples, and this brings great glory to my Father. And then verse 16, you didn't choose me, I chose you. I appointed you to go and to produce lasting fruit, so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. Sister Dahlia goes on to state, our season or our time to be used by God is in his hand. He knows our individual appointed time to work in his kingdom. She then referenced Romans chapter 12, verses 6 through 8, and I'm going to read it out of the New Living Translation. In his grace, God has given us different gifts for doing certain things well. So if God has given you the ability to prophesy, speak out with as much faith as God has given you. If your gift is serving others, then serve them well. If you're a teacher, then teach well. And if your gift is to encourage others, be encouraging. If it is giving, give generously. If God has given you leadership ability, take the responsibility seriously. And if you have a gift for showing kindness to others, do it gladly. The Apostle Paul states that it's necessary to be steadfast, to be unmovable, and always abounding in the work of the Lord. That's from 1 Corinthians 15, verse 58. And then to close out, Sister Dahlia reminds us, For in due season we will reap if we faint not, Galatians 6, 9. 
It is human nature for us to be impatient. But our faith in God's promises keeps us steadfast. And so I want to use that kind of as a launching point for where I'm going tonight in the last remaining minutes of this broadcast to remind us that God calls all of us to work in his kingdom. And we were all called to a time of planting and harvest. But as Sister Dahlia reminds us, God gave us all each unique abilities and gifts for the work of his kingdom. And it's in his timing that we do his work. We see this planting and harvesting language show up all throughout the Bible. And again, I encourage you to go watch my father-in-law's broadcast for a more in-depth look at that. But let's take just a few passages out of the New Testament where we see this language pick up. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, we see Paul admonishing the Corinthian church about how they had been taking different factions and they had been dividing up and deciding who was a disciple of who. And he said, this is ridiculous. You're missing the point. That's not what it's about. It's about God's kingdom. And he specifically references Apollos. And he says how he planted and Apollos watered, but it's God who gives the increase. And so we see this motif show up in Paul's writings, this idea of planting and watering and different people take part in the planting and in the watering, or you could say the cultivating of what's growing in a spiritual sense. We also see Jesus in John chapter 4, where he meets the Samaritan woman by the well. And so after his encounter with her, she leaves her watering pot at the well, and she goes back into the city to tell everyone about a man who knew everything I ever did. And she's encouraging people to come out and meet Jesus. So while she's in town telling people to come out to the well and meet Jesus, his disciples show back up. And they're wanting to know what's going on in this scenario. And they want to know if Jesus is hungry. And Jesus tells them, I have food you don't even know about. And so in John chapter 4, jumping down and starting in verse 37, he says, You know the saying, one plants and another harvests? It's true. I sent you to harvest where you didn't plant. Others had already done the work. And now you will get to gather the harvest. So we see even Jesus using this language of planting and harvesting. In fact, if you look back through his parables, a lot of them had to do with agriculture and this idea of planting and harvesting or something related to the growth cycle. He had a parable about laborers in a vineyard, a parable about a mustard seed, a parable about a sower, a parable about weeds, a parable about wicked tenant farmers. He had a parable that he took from a fig tree that wasn't ripe in its season and he cursed it and it goes on and on. These are just a few examples. Why am I pointing this out? I just want you all to be reminded that all throughout the Bible and into the New Testament, in Jesus' ministry, even into Paul's writings, I only gave you one example, we see this idea of planting and watering and growing and cultivating. Jesus talked about pruning those who are in his vines. Paul talked in Romans about wild olive branches being grafted into the nation of Israel in reference to Gentiles. So we see this language of agriculture and planting and harvesting all throughout the New Testament. We see Paul in Ephesians reminding everyone that the purpose of the fivefold ministry is actually to equip the saints for the work of the ministry. In other words, we are all called to harvest. We are all called to plant. We are all called to water. And we do different things at different seasons and different time of life. But tonight, I want to remind us that they're seasons. Please hear me well. These are seasons. And so by default, by virtue of the fact that they're seasons, there will be times when we are planting. There will be times when we're watering. 
there will be times when we're harvesting. That also means there'll be times when we're not doing that. So what do we do in these different seasons? If you find yourself in a season of planting right now, in other words, it's a time when God has opened doors because you don't open doors, God does. And God is the one who draws everyone to him. If you find yourself in this time of planting, when you're able to share the gospel message, when you're able to be a light to neighbors and co-workers and friends and family members, and you're able to share your testimony, and you're able to talk to people about the hope that lies within you, you're in a time of planting, and you need to make the most of that time. You need to be spiritually sensitive and recognize when God gives you an opportunity to share with others about the hope that lies within you. Maybe it's not a time of planting. Perhaps it's a time of watering. You've had the chance to interact with someone who already has some level of a relationship with God. And they have questions and they've opened up to you and they're asking you about these questions. Take advantage of it. Don't defer to the pastoral team as people who have to teach the Bible studies. You go teach them a Bible study. You go watch them, walk them through the scriptures. Now, if that makes you nervous and you need help, great. Reach out to the church. One of the pastoral team members can connect with you, and let's do a Bible study together. Maybe you'll have an opportunity right now, even on Zoom or some other platform, in an online format to get together with one of the pastoral team members, if you even need it, and do a Bible study with that neighbor or that coworker or that friend who has questions. Maybe you're ready to step out in faith, and God wants to use you to help water the relationship that someone already has with him. So if you find yourself in a time of watering, again, be sensitive to the Spirit of God and be ready to step into what he has for you. You need to be digging into the Word yourself. You must hear me, church family. You must be digging your own well. So that way, when the opportunity arrives, you can be instant in season and out of season. And this is the real context of what Paul was talking about in that passage. Not the idea that we're ready to preach a sermon at the drop of the hat in front of a church congregation. No, no, no. He was saying, whenever you find yourself in this season, as the New Living Translation puts it, whether the time is favorable or not, be ready to share with others. And how are you going to share with others if you yourself are not digging your own wells? How are you going to explain the scriptures if you yourself are not ready and you are not familiar with the scriptures? See, you don't know when these seasons are going to turn and change. And so if you find yourself in a season of watering, a season when people are asking you questions and you have the chance to help grow, you have the chance to help cultivate the relationship that they have with God, you need to be ready for it and you need to be sensitive to the Spirit. And maybe you find yourself in a season of harvesting. Someone else has planted, somebody else has watered, and someone is walking closer to God and they are at a place now where maybe they're ready to make a further commitment to him. Perhaps they're ready to be baptized. Perhaps they have questions about the infilling of the Holy Spirit and the initial sign of being filled with that Spirit as they speak in other languages or to use church speak as they speak in tongues. You be ready to pray with them and to talk to them Maybe it's a time of harvesting where you see people coming in and maybe they're not at that level, but they're taking steps towards Christ and God can use you as his laborer out in that field, out in that vineyard to help harvest and to help draw people closer to God. Because remember, at the end of the day, you're the laborer. You're not the one who owns the vineyard. You're the worker. You're not the one who owns the field. 
Our job is to be ready to help Jesus Christ as he spreads his gospel message. As God draws people unto him, we are to plant, we are to water, we are to harvest, but we've got to be ready for it. And we've got to be spiritually sensitive and in tune with what God is doing. Now, before we close out, I hope this is encouraging to you. And I want you to reflect on what season you're in. But I saved another one. What if it's winter? You don't plant during the winter. You don't water seedlings during the winter. You don't harvest during the winter. Winter is not a time of planting and watering and harvest and growth. Winter is a time when things are dormant. So hear me clearly, church. That's okay. We all have times of planting and watering and harvesting. But we go through winter cycles as well. We go through cycles where things are more dormant and we feel perhaps like God is not using us a way that we want to. And we're not witnessing to as many people. And we're not teaching Bible studies the way we want. We're not helping people grow the way we want. During winter, you may not see that happening externally. But don't mistake winter for death. Don't mistake winter when things are dormant for a time when you are past your use. Because that's a false lie. That's something that comes from the deceiver, the trickster, the one who accuses us before the throne of God. And that accuser wants you to believe that your time is over. Maybe you missed it and God can't use you. Don't listen to those whispers. Don't listen to that lie. Instead, recognize and ask God to help you to recognize that you're simply in a season when it's winter time. But winter time is a time when you can grow stronger. So if you find yourself spiritually in a winter season when it feels like things are dormant, continue to dig your own well. In fact, you should always be digging your own well. Continue to read the scriptures. Continue to pray and continue to draw closer to God. During a winter season, when you may not be planting and watering and harvesting with other people, is still a time when you personally can be growing, when you personally can be drawing closer to God. And so whether you find yourself in the spring when things are growing, whether you find yourself in the summer when things are really beginning to grow, whether you find yourself in the fall as the harvest is coming in, or you find yourself in a winter season when it feels like everything has gone dormant and there's not much activity happening above the ground, above the surface, dig deep in here and use that as an opportunity to draw closer to God. Remember that we all go through different seasons in life. And just as there are physical seasons, we have seasons in the spiritual sense and in our walk with God. So make the most of the season that you're in. This week, I encourage all of you as a challenge to you. As you listen to these broadcasts, reflect on your own life. Figure out what season you're in right now. Is it a time of planting? Is it a time of watering? Is it a time of harvest? Perhaps it's not any of those and it's a dormant season. What can you be doing right now? How can you be drawing closer to God? How can you be making the most of this season? 
Spend time in prayer this week talking to God and allow him to direct you and make clear to you what it is that you should be doing in this current season. And stay tuned this week as we talk about all kinds of different motifs and spiritual ideas that go along with this season and figure out where you're at. God bless you folks. Stay strong. Stay committed. Stay grounded in God's word. We will get through this season we are in when we're not gathering together. And we'll see you tomorrow night.